Radio. It's Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Sheree Brent here with Sam Wells. Today we'll get you ready for the Jackson Rhythm and Blues Festival kicking off tonight with Yolanda Claymore. Mayor Butch Lee will tell us about an exciting new addition coming to the city of Brandon. Jamie Ware is with him also. Carson Culver will join us ahead of this weekend's DeSoto County Back to School event. We'll tell you about the Bluegrass, Blues, and Barbecue coming to Fulton this weekend. Plus, the Mississippi Book Festival is this weekend. We'll have guitar legend Jesse Robinson here to tell us about the Willie Morris After Party. As always, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING to tell us about any local events going on in your area, 877-672-7464. You can also follow the conversation on Twitter by searching the hashtag NextStopMS. It's Next Stop Mississippi, and it's coming up after the news on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. I can't wait to get on the road again. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Sam Wells. Today we'll get you ready for the Jackson Rhythm and Blues Festival kicking off tonight with Yolanda Claymore. Mayor Butch Lee will tell us about an exciting new addition coming to the city of Brandon. And we also have the architect Jamie Ware of Ware, Burner and Allen Architecture with us this morning as well. Carson Culver is going to join us ahead of this weekend's DeSoto County back to school event. And we'll let you know about the bluegrass, blues and barbecue coming to Fulton this weekend. Also, the Mississippi Book Festival is this weekend. And I will have guitar legend Jesse Robinson to tell us about the Willie Morris after party. Uh, We'd love to hear from you this morning. 877-MPB-RING is the number to let us know about any local events going on in your area that you'd like to let fellow Mississippians know about. 877-672-7464 is the number. You can also follow the conversation on Twitter this morning by searching the hashtag NextStopMS. Sam, good morning. How's it going? Well, what's going on, Sharita? I ran all over the building here looking for our uh, our two fellas. <laughs> Did you? Are you out of breath? Well, kind of. I thought I was in pretty good shape, but I stopped doing my little workout thing for a couple of weeks. And, whew, man, two weeks. It's uh, like yeah. I'm losing it over here. <laughs> yeah, you got to get back in the groove. So, yeah. It's pretty bad. But actually, I wasn't looking for them. I was looking for a couple of shirts. So oh. we can outfit our, outfit our guys uh, with the MPB stuff. That's right. So they can represent us at the new uh, amphitheater that's going to be oh, yeah. uh, in, in the works very soon here in the city of Brandon. Uh, so good morning, Mayor, and good morning, Jamie. Thank you both for being in today. Thank you very much. Yeah, good morning. So um, really excited to hear about the amphitheater. You've already had like the groundbreaking everything, right? Yes. Okay, so tell us who came up with this grand idea to have an amphitheater in the city of Brandon. The grand idea basically came out of Jamie's mind, I believe. Okay. We, uh, we passed a food and beverage tax uh, three years ago, and immediately after that, that precipitated out creating a master plan for our parks and rec in the city, and Jamie was instrumental in that. And it was really, I think, you know, uh, at least from my part and his, he'll admit to it, it was somewhat of an afterthought. It was kind of an and to because we really 
focused on ball fields and new sports and young families and things like that. Walking trails, bike trails Mm -hmm. is where our primary focus was. And it wasn't until we visited one in Tuscaloosa that it all of a sudden, I think the light went on for me and Jamie of, uh oh, we better rethink this. Hmm. So it became something of, uh, you know, sometimes you start doing a lot of things for you sports, mm-hmm. and that, which is an admirable thing, a good thing. But you lose sight of the adults sometimes, the young adults and the older adults that need some type of venue and entertainment as well. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what led us to this point. Well, Jamie, as an architect, talk about the process of picking the right people to build this amphitheater, because how big are we talking here? I, I read like 8,000, maybe able to seat 8,000 or more. Yeah, 8,000, 8,500, something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So talk about selecting like a construction company and the the blueprint of it. How did you put it together? Uh, the construction company, actually, it's a... It's, um, uh, public money so that's all a bid process and, and mm-hmm. contractors invited to bid and we're selected the the lowest and best bid and which was um how we came up with the contractor um going back to the blueprints of how that all starts uh you know we we uh at our firm we have obviously i'm biased we have an all-star team of architects mm-hmm. uh, but it's much more than architects obviously it's engineers uh consultants uh, we have civil engineers structural mechanical electrical plumbing engineers we have uh, audiovisual consultants um concession consultants and and really it was us working with red mountain entertainment who uh, the city has hired to to do all the booking and management for the for the amphitheater we sort of reached out to their their wisdom and their experience to pull in the best team Um, so we sort of looked locally uh, the guys that we have relationships with as well as from a national scale as the right people and and, and to to to, um, execute this project. And Jamie, talk a little bit about Red Mountain Entertainment. They're a, a regional group here, who, or a national group, I guess, who does uh, who manages some of these across the, the rest of the southeast and the country. Sure. Like the mayor said, they, uh, the Tuscaloosa Amphitheater, um, which is, they, they had the opportunity there to build that from the ground up, be a part of that process. Um, but they also um, manage places like the Wharf. I'm sure people around here are familiar with that that venue. Um uh, Mayor, what are the the other the other ones? They they're tied into music festivals. They've got yeah. some uh, what they call boutique places mm-hmm. in, in uh, both Memphis, uh, Mobile, and Birmingham. Mm-hmm. So, indoor well, I was going to say, Jamie, also talk up a little bit about the other st- and Mayor. What, what other what, the other things you have going on over there? Of course, you're building a new uh, football complex for the uh, Brandon High School team, who uh, gets started, I believe, tonight. Uh, in their high school football, I guess, quest for the uh, for the state championship. And, uh, of course, Jamie, you're involved in, uh, I heard this yesterday, are you involved with the Duty Noble Field expansion at Mississippi State as well? I am. I am, yes. And we won't, I won't kick you out of here for that either. Well, thank you. I, <laughs> I won't uh, dismiss you for wearing that Rebels hat either. Well, yeah. So, But, yeah, talk a little bit about that. Well, the football or Duty Noble? Well, well I guess football. Foot, the football, uh, football complex at Brandon. Football is all Rankin County School District, and they are building a new stadium behind the high school. Uh, which will be a welcome addition to the uh, Brandon School Zone, which is part of the Rank County School District. And very much looking forward to that. Puts us on a uh, somewhat of a new platform as we travel and our uh, our youth play on other fields. So uh, kind of catching up a little bit there, but it's going to be a welcome addition. Now, now, what's going on in Mississippi State, I can't speak to. <laughs> I'm not sure how much how much I can divulge either. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, it's going to be nice. We, just, we know that. 
I, I was excited to see some of the artists listed um, for folks that you plan on getting into the amphitheater. I saw Mary J. Blige, um, uh, the Dave Matthews Band, several people. So talk about some of the in- entertainment that, that people can expect once the uh, theater gets up and going. Well, you can look at the the venues like the Wharf and Tuscaloosa, and the acts that are performing at those venues are the same ones you can expect in Brandon. Um, Red Mountain has an incredible relationship with artists around the nation uh, and their agents. And, um, you know, we're hoping to build on this excitement of a new theater, theater, new venue, um, that sort of polished uh, idea, if you will, that the, the ability to play at a new place, a new venue, a new crowd. Um, and, and so that's going to help sort of pull these acts in. But, you know, Red Mountain, we, we totally sort of put our trust in, in their relationships and their ability to get these acts. And, and they've proven themselves time and time again. Now, I'm curious to know why you guys selected an outdoor venue versus an indoor venue. Um, was there some kind of, you know, a uh, particular thought process behind that? Absolutely. That's uh, the modern world. I mean, I see you're I'm looking at a cell phone over there by that mouse, by your computer. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be, and I'm from the era, so I can speak to this. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners can, will zero in on what I'm about to say. I can remember when there was no FM. Hmm. It was only AM radio. Wow, yeah. So then came FM, and then came, uh, you know, albums and 45s, and then came, what, eight tracks, Mm -hmm. and then cassettes, and then CDs and flash drives, and now you download one or two songs on your phone, and you're good to go. Right. It's not like you're buying albums anymore. So those artists that are out there making a living, they like to tour, and that is what they they like to tour in. They really don't like indoor facilities as much. They like they more enjoy outdoor facilities, mm-hmm. and it just adds a, a new dimension uh, for them and for the the patron is coming to listen to those things. Yeah. So the success of the wharf. We, this is not a happenstance thing. We've looked at what's happened at the wharf. We've looked at what's happened in Tuscaloosa. There's been great economic development. Mayor Walt Maddox over there was kind enough to spend a lot of time with us. They've had 91 million and. Uh, development around that amphitheater wow. alongside the river in the last four years. That one's existed for six years. So you saw the same thing in Mississippi and South Haven where uh, you've got a, an amphitheater close to a, a set of ball fields at Snowden Grove. And Goodman Road, a lot of people in the north part of the state will remember Goodman Road was really nothing on it. But you go back 10 or 12 years and look at it today, you've got commercial development all in that corridor. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the other element of what we're trying to do. Yeah, I'm sure you are very excited about the uh, possibilities of just now the the value of the city of Brandon going up and all of the tourists that are going to come through. Uh, how excited are you about the, that potential? We're laying the groundwork for that growth. We're in the middle of that growth. As far as the amphitheater is concerned and back to the artists that you ask about, central Mississippi is is somewhat without that outdoor quality venue that we want to have. This is not uh, grassy mounds or anything, or, or tents or anything like that. So this will be all reserved seating, quality facilities, quality restrooms to support that, a VIP lounge. So it will be a, a worthy experience for anybody to go to an act in there. So we realize that the acts are traveling from Birmingham or Atlanta to Houston or Dallas or from Memphis to New Orleans. It's just a big void right here in central Mississippi, and we mm-hmm. want to fill that void, and that's what we're going to do with entertainment. I'm so glad you mentioned quality bathrooms because there's nothing <laughs> worse than being in a venue and the bathrooms are awful, no tissue, it smells bad. So I'm excited about that, too. Uh, well, last question, when is the amphitheater expected to be completed? We've got a soft opening target date of April one. 2018. Now you got to ask the question: Why would you choose 
April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah, why would you? It happens to fall on a Sunday. Okay. And that happens to fall on Easter Sunday in 2018. So our goal is to have a sunrise dedication service on Easter Sunday in that venue. Oh, wow. That's so going to be amazing. Deal. So there you go. Excellent. Well, where can people go to find more information about what's happening in the city of Brandon and to uh, keep up with the uh, amphitheater's development? Uh, our work, there is a, a YouTube video on there that uh, Jamie created on our website, brandonms.org. I uh, would invite, invite people to go to that, and we'll have ongoing pictures and updates on there. And I think when you see that video, uh, you'll see two things. You'll see the vision of where we're going, but you'll also see the, the professional people we've got working on it because mm-hmm. they do a wonderful job. Absolutely. Very creative and good-minded people. Well, congratulations on uh, this. It, it's going to be wonderful, and I'm, I'm sure I'll be there very often, especially if you bring Mary J. Blige, so I'll have to bring you guys back to give me some free tickets. All right, how about that? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Mayor Butch Lee and Jamie Ware. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll learn a little bit about the Jackson R&B Fest, which is going on in Jackson this weekend. It kicks off tonight. We'll find out about the after party that's happening after the uh, book festival still to come, Bluegrass, Blues, and Barbecue happening in Fulton and the DeSoto County Back to School event. You can give us a call and let us know what's going on in your area this weekend. We'd love to hear from you. The number is 877-MPB-RING. We'll be back in just a moment. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Yolanda Clay Moore, Visit Jackson's public relations manager. And we're going to be talking about the Jackson R&B Festival, which is going on this weekend in the downtown Jackson area. Yolanda, good morning. Thanks so much for joining good me. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So what year of this is the festival? This is the fourth annual event, and we're very excited about it. Okay, now something new is happening this year. Uh, you guys have made a decision to move indoors. Now, I've been to the festival the past couple years when it was at the Mississippi Forestry Museum out there on the lawn, which I thought was really cool. There were multiple stages and multiple buildings. Yeah. Um, but I imagine, you know, folks want some air. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, so talk about that move indoors. Well, we made the move indoors. First of all, let me say we had some great years out at the Mississippi Ag and Forestry Museum. But uh, we saw a need to make a change. And remember that we are, as an entity, we are Visit Jackson. Mm -hmm. So that can mean any place, anywhere, as long as it's in the city of Jackson. And we want to showcase our city. And one of our key elements of our city is the Jackson Convention Complex. So we thought that was a great move for this year, and it gives us room for expansion in the future if we decide to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's all indoor under air. So in August, that's that's pretty important. 
Yeah. Well, you still have some wonderful acts coming this year, uh, T-Pain, Morris Day, and The Time. And one thing that I really like about the festival is that it is a combination of national artists and local mm-hmm. artists. So I saw Carrie Thomas and Tawana Shantae are going to be performing. Talk about that decision to mesh local and national artists under the same roof. Well, one of the reasons we started the festival is to uh, showcase Jackson's rich music culture and the impact that we've had in the music industry across the world. Jackson has been a foundational uh, point for music, and a lot of people don't associate that with Jackson. Mm. They think the Mississippi Delta or Memphis, but a lot of those artists generated right there in Jackson on Ferris Street when it was a booming time in in the city. And uh, it would just just be... Dishonorable for us not to showcase our own talent mm-hmm. here locally. Yeah, I think one of the stages is the Fair Street stage. Right, so all right. of them them have themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so talk to us about how many stages are going to be there. I, I've already looked at the schedule and I'm struggling to figure out well, how can I be in two <laughs> places at once because Bobby Rush is performing the same time as someone else. Uh, so talk about the multiple stages. Yes, we will still keep that same core element having five stages. And we're going to utilize the Jackson Convention Complex completely from the first to the third floor. A lot of people come to the Jackson Convention Complex. They go to the uh, the the exhibit hall A or B for a trade show or uh, like a premier bride or something, mm-hmm. and they don't get to to go throughout the Jackson Convention Complex. I mean, it's 330,000 square feet of space that we have to utilize. So it's a lot of space. It's going to be a great layout. Still those same five stages. We're going to have the Capitol Street stage, uh, the State Street Soul Lounge, the Highway 49 Blues stage, and the City with Soul stage, as well as the Ferris Street stage. Okay. So we're... And and we're just going to utilize the building. It will give people the opportunity to flow throughout the building. It's still going to have the same concept as the Ag Museum. It's just we're going to be indoors and people will be able to flow throughout those different floors. Okay. Well, can we talk about some of the big acts? Uh, Babyface is going to be present. T-Pain is going to be present. Oh, How how exciting is that to have those (laughs) folks who have been all over the TV? They're going to be in our city. It's awesome. It's awesome. I mean, to bring this type of talent to Jackson, it's a great opportunity for our our community and for the city of Jackson and to have those big names on the on the stages that we have is it's awesome i mean you think about babyface he's i mean he's legendary and yes. you know i heard about his performance at essence festival and they say he took his shirt off and walked through the crowd oh. and so you know we're expecting some of those same things and then mm-hmm. to have t-pain i know a lot of people especially the younger uh audience is looking forward to having T-Pain. And I don't know if you know it or not, but Jackson's own Diarcus Curry is T-Pain's drummer. And astounding. She is yes. an amazing drummer. Yes. She's been playing yes. with him for a while. So, yeah. yes, yeah. girl power on this side, girl drummer <laughs> power. Uh, so T-Pain is going to be performing tonight. Who else is uh, on the lineup tonight? Just a few names. Uh, tonight we have Guapale. A lot of people looking forward to her. Carrie Thomas. You have Love Notes, Jackson's own Love Notes. DJ Scrap Dirty. Uh, Seth Power, we have Tiger Rogers and the League of Jasmine, Lady L, Jeff Floyd, Bobby Rush, Bobby Rush. I mean, he's just, exciting. I mean, just his <laughs> dancers alone could could handle the stage, you know? Right, right. <laughs> I've seen Bobby. Bobby's really exciting. Uh, yeah. And so, Baby Faces tomorrow night, and where's some of the other acts tomorrow night? Uh, tomorrow night, we have 
Kendra, the family soul, which is a husband and wife duo, mm. L- old school LTD, mm-hmm. uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. We have Tamia, Jagged Edge, and then of course Kenny, Babyface, Edmonds, and some of our local local acts. Um, we have the Jackson Idol winner, High Frequency, Larry Johnson, and the BC Tunes. We have Lattimore, Deep Shakir, Sabir. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Bridget Shield, she was a 2015 Jackson Idol competition winner. Mm-hmm. And this year she's going to grace the stage. And we have Silas, Jackson's up-and-coming hip-hop artist. Excellent. So you guys are going to have food and drinks, I'm sure? Oh, certainly, certainly. Okay. Plenty to eat, plenty to drink. I've already seen catfish on the menu, so I have my <laughs> eye on that. Um, any other little technical things you'd like to mention as far as what people can and cannot bring? I mean, you know, we live in the digital age, so folks mm-hmm. are going to want to record and stuff. But what are the rules? Um, I think it's going to be judged by stage, depending on the artist, whether they will allow recording. Usually you can take still photos or even the first 15 seconds of a live performance, Okay, but nothing beyond that. Okay. So of good. course we encourage everyone to take pictures and share them on social media tonight and just just show the world we're having a good time. Absolutely. So where can people go to get tickets? They can go to Ticketmaster outlets either locally or online. They can go to McDade's and Bancorp South. Sounds good. Well, Yolanda, thank you so much for thank joining you. us today. I hope it's going to be fun. Are you going to be working or are you going to be partying? I'm going to be working <laughs> slash okay. partying when. Uh, Morris Day gets on stage and yes. face, but no, I'm 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 over merchandise, so come see me. Buy some buy some t shirts or okay. a poster. Sure thing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank tomorrow. you. And coming up after the break, we'll speak with Jesse Robinson. He's gonna tell us about the Willie Morris after party featuring Thacker Mountain Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Sam Wells. And today we're telling you about some things that are going on across the state this weekend. And we're going to be joined in just a moment by Jesse Robinson, guitar legend, who's going to tell us about the Willie Morris after party that's in connection to the Mississippi Book Festival. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING this morning to let us know about any local events going on in your area, any kind of festival or special event you'd like to let us know about, Mississippians know about, you can give us a call this morning at 877-672-7464. Follow the conversation on Twitter by searching the hashtag NextStopMS. Uh, Sam, are you pretty excited about that amphitheater? Um, that's This area um, is in desperate need of something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I I love our local artists, don't get me wrong, but when uh, like huge acts drive like literally right through the metro yeah. area, it's like, eh. Hey, stop. Yeah. we want to see stuff. <laughs> so it's uh, it'll be great to have something like that and something outside. My wife used to live up in the uh, up in Memphis, and she said that that uh, the amphitheater up there is just awesome. I mean, you can have church service there one day, and then you know, a awesome rock concert there. You know, that afternoon or something. I mean, it's uh, yeah. it's fantastic. 
Yep. So April 2018 is uh, when it, it should uh, all happen yeah. and should be uh, available. So looking forward to that. Uh, but this weekend, you know, we have the Jackson R&B Fest. We have the Mississippi Book Festival. So this is a big weekend for the city of Jackson, particularly. Um, but there's going to be an after party. If, if that uh, doesn't excite you, an after party for the book festival. The Willie Morris after party is going to be going on at Hal and Mal's tomorrow evening. And we're joined by Jesse Robinson to tell us a little bit more about that. Jesse, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning to everyone. So we can't just jump into this after party without first hearing a little bit about you. Um, your nickname is Jesse Guitar Robinson. You're considered uh, a legend, uh, blues guitarist and a vocalist. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I understand that you're in your 70s and you're still performing. So tell us a little bit about uh, your own musical journey. Oh yes, uh, uh, being a musician, you, you you know you never claim being through, or you never through until it's all over. And it's a uh, way of life. It's a way of uh, just getting energy into you every day and playing music and learning and trying to keep up and fellowshipping with good musicians and that type of thing. It just uh, uh, that's that's what I do, and that's what I'm looking forward to doing until. So in the time and uh, um, playing along with the the BB uh, Kings band is back on the road and uh, that's a great honor. I really feel blessed for that. Now you were specially selected to um, to to lead this band, right? Uh yes, I believe I was. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> it is. It is. And and I imagine BB King was a huge influence to you as well. Oh, he was. He was. BB was from the Delta. You know, I'm. Uh, I'm quite a few years younger than BB, but anyway, we grew up in the same uh, uh, area uh, out in the Delta, and I just uh, uh, I just got you know loaded stone into his music. It was just a part of my life, all my life, and he and I just became very good friends. I mean, friends of where we could just sit and talk, other than about music. Uh, I don't know how it happened, but it happened. Yeah, I know you, you, you open for him. You've gotten a chance to sit in and perform with him as well. So it's really not a surprise that they would select you to, to lead this, this band. Well, where is the B.B. King uh, All-Star Blues Band performing? Are they going to be in Jackson anytime soon? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the itinerary is at this point, but we're going to be on the um, Austin City Limit uh, TV show okay. in October, and we're doing a, quite a few rehearsals for that. Uh, so uh, after that, I think we will be pretty well scheduled for quite a few gigs, hopefully. So tell us how uh, you became Mississippi's blues ambassador and what that entails, being in that position. Oh, I, I think what that entails, that you've been here for a long time and you paid your dues and you, you tried to play good music and, and, and put something into people's lives and in the years that they uh, was intelligent and music-wise. So I just played, I just been here for a while and played around and influenced. I've been influenced by a lot of great musicians. I kind of carved out certain musicians to uh, learn as I go and get in the mix. So I guess it's, it just it happened with time and numbers, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Well, tomorrow there's going to be an after party um, for Willie Morris. Uh, it's uh, connected to the Mississippi Book Festival. And Thacker Mountain Radio, which uh, airs here on MPB, is going to be recording their show with uh, Julia Reed, uh, you, and Sweet Crude. So tell us a little bit about um, Hal and Mal's 
first of all, as a venue that, that cultivates musical artistry? You have local artists that come through there, national artists. Um, what, what kind of love do you have for that particular venue? Oh, it's, it's, uh, I have a lot of love. I mean, it's one of the beginnings. We go way back uh, uh, with Malcolm White and his brother, Hal, uh, when they first opened up the uh, Hal and Miles. Sam Miles and I and quite a few other musicians are still around, played that for years and years. So it's one of the venues that really is icon for, our, you know, just been there for a long time, and I really appreciate them still being in business. I really appreciate them holding their spanners up for the blues and just the way they do things. It's a good place to to go. And I, I've given a lot of shows there, and I'm looking forward for tomorrow night. i got some great players with me, and uh, after the party, we we plan on just throwing down and just having a great time like we used to do in the big room back there. Well, of course, we'd be in the red room mm-hmm. years ago. It's just uh, a venue that's, uh, that I feel a, 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 a part of. And Jesse, it sounds like a perfect place uh, to have a uh, party named after the great Willie Morris, who, uh, of course, wrote a, a lot of very influential and famous books. But he liked to have a good time, too. Oh, yeah, definitely so, definitely so, definitely so. So come come out to enjoy, eat and drink and have fun and listen to the blues and enjoy the show. So what time is uh, everything going to get started and uh, you're going to be playing just straight blues or you'll be playing covers and original tunes or what? I'll be doing it all, you know. I, I'm a I'm a guy that's that that uh, kind of hang out with mixing everything up on the stage, you know. I'll be doing some covers. I'll be doing a few things off of my CD, and of course, I'll be doing some of BB's song. That's my that's my drill now. That's 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 my job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> So, um, Jesse, what are your thoughts on the music culture in Jackson? You know, we have the R&B Fest this weekend. Uh, there's an Indie Music Week that celebrates independent artists. Uh, what are your thoughts on the future of music, particularly in Jackson? Oh, I see. Uh, uh, my thoughts are that uh, I see a lot of things that's going on. I'm not involved in a lot of things like I used to be locally because there's so many people uh, has got so many things going on. And I think it's a good area. It's a good time for it. It's a good time for uh, we get a chance to see uh, new musicians coming up and different musicians. Uh, uh, in my 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 area, musician, we don't see too many of the older cats around playing anymore like we used to. I guess time to take care of that too. But I, I think Jackson is a, is a very good, uh, a, a fruitful, growing place for for live entertainment and and writing and and that type of thing. I, I see that happening. Absolutely. Well, uh, remind us once again what time everything gets started tomorrow. You said you're going to be in the Red Room tomorrow? The Red Room tomorrow. Okay. What's the time? Okay, the Fag Amount show, it starts, I think it's at uh, 7.30, and we the, the after party is at 9 o'clock. Okay, sounds good. Well, Jesse, I hope I get a chance to, to come through and uh, hear you guys jam all night. But if I don't, I wish you luck, and thank you so much for being on with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. That was Jesse Guitar Robinson. Uh, folks, you've got to check him out. He's a really exciting performer, uh, just a, a just a wonderful performer. So check him out when you can. Uh, before we go to the break, we're going to go to Patricia, who's in Starkville. Good morning, Patricia. What do you have for us? Good morning. Hey. How are you doing today? Doing very well. So there's some happening things going on in Starkville tomorrow between 1 and 7 on Eckford Drive. Uh, it's a new place that's been opening up. It's called Mayhew Junction, and they're going to do a tour and tasting, and it's the extended edition because they're going to be open between 1 and 7 tomorrow afternoon. And every 13th person that comes through the door 
gets a white Mayhew Junction T-shirt. Oh, okay. That's a great incentive. And, yeah, and then they've had some soft openings where they've and before they've had like 18 to 21 different type of brews that they have brewed there on the premises for you to try out from sours, from the darks to the pales to the sweet. I mean, that is really an awesome experience. That sounds and, good. Yes, and if you're into craft brewery, it's like homemade cooking kind of versus fast food, you know? All right. So come on out and... What's the what's the uh, location again? The location is on Exford Drive. It's across from the Kathy's Steakhouse. A lot of people know where Kathy's Steakhouse is. And also Bob's Ice Cream is right there on 12. So if you find the ice cream place and turn in on that street, you go between the bank and the ice cream place. And they're across the street from the from the steakhouse. All right. That sounds fun, Patricia. Thank you so much for your call. We appreciate it. And, uh, hey, don't 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 drink too many uh, oh, samples no, there. <laughs> I'm limited to one ounce myself. Oh, okay. All right, Patricia. Thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Yeah, one ounce. Hey, Patricia ain't having... <laughs> They haven't hardly any. Yeah, that's not a lot at all. Uh, I don't know if I can taste that with just one ounce. Hey, hey, she knows her limits, Sam. Oh, yeah, that's true. It might be, you know, what, what was that old commercial, when to say when? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all right, so we're going to take a quick break. and we get back, we'll learn about the Bluegrass Blues and Barbecue Fest going on in Fulton. And uh, we'd love to hear your voice this morning. Give us a call. Let us know what's happening in your area this weekend. 877-MPB-RING. Whether it's a farmer's market, some kind of festival, local, small scale, it doesn't matter. Give us a call, 877-672-7464, or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. We'll be back in just a moment. Every day, every day I have. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Sam Wells. Mary Margaret Miller is away today. I forgot what Mary Margaret looks like, Sherita. Oh, stop it. She ain't been here in two weeks. We're going to give her seat away if she didn't come back. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. That's my buddy. <laughs> you know, she's working hard for Mississippi all the time. So she'll come back with some good news, I'm sure. Yeah, she is working. That's where she is. She's yeah, working she's the last definitely two weeks. not vacationing. No, no. Uh, 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to let us know what's going on in your part of town this weekend. If there's a festival, a farmer's market, some kind of event that you'd like to let other Mississippians know about, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. There's still plenty of time for you to join the conversation and it's free publicity, folks. So let us know uh, what's happening. I would like to tell folks uh, about the book festival. Um, Of course, you have the after party at Hallamow's with with Jesse and all them uh, and Thacker Mountain Radio, but MPB will be at the book festival at the Capitol uh, in Jackson, uh, handing out books to uh, to children. So if you bring your children uh, to the MPB booth, you get a free uh, you get a free book. Yeah, and the book festival is, is just filled with so many things. There are going to be panels. Uh, there are going to be some independent authors there signing stuff. Uh, so that's really something to consider. If you didn't go last year, I, I imagine it's going to be even bigger this year. Oh yeah, uh, on the Capitol grounds there. So lots and lots to do with the Mississippi Book Festival for sure. Uh, so we're going to be joined right now by Adam Armour, who's going to tell us about the Blues, Bluegrass, and Barbecue Fest set this weekend in Fulton, Mississippi. Uh, good morning to you, Adam. Thank you so much for joining us. 
Good morning, Sharita. How are you? I'm doing very well. Now, I'm not all the way sure where Fulton is. Can you tell me in, in, in connection to Jackson? Okay. Well, we're, uh, we're in northeast Mississippi, so up. Uh, we're kind of, uh, we're about 27 minutes, uh, kind of northwest, or excuse me, northeast of, uh, Tupelo. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're right, I mean, right on the edge of the Alabama line. Pretty, pretty close. Oh. Pretty close to it. Okay. Adam tells us exactly where it is. 27 <laughs> minutes. I want, I want you guys to know where we are. So get oh, yeah. Right. So, so Adam, this particular festival, I understand, is a return uh, of the festival from in the downtown area. So where has the festival been and what is going on this time? Okay, it's, it's a little bit of a change. We've had it. It's, it's, this is its sixth year, but it's kind of gone through a revamping this year. Um, uh, six years ago, we started having a festival here, and we still have it. It's called the Stand By Your Grill Barbecue Championship. It's a Kansas City uh, Barbecue Society-sanctioned event, but it's for professional cooks. And, you know, they kind of come down. They go to the – got a campgrounds down here that they cook at. Uh, they're professionally judged. And it's not really – it's open to the public, but not open to the public. You know, it's, it's for the pros. And so the city of Fulton, who hosts that event, wanted to have something for uh, people to come down and enjoy and have some music and get some barbecue of their own, something that's, that's more open to the public. So they started having just what they called the Downtown Barbecue Festival. And this year, it's kind of our Chamber of Commerce kind of rebranded it. The Bluegrass Blues and Barbecue wanted to really emphasize that they're going to have some great live music and that you can come down and get barbecue and just have a good time. And so we've got um, scheduled this time, we've got some local bluegrass bands coming down. Um, uh, we've got a blues group from Columbus coming out to play on Saturday night. And so it should be, it should be a good time. Uh, it, it's usually, we usually have a really good turnout for it. Yeah, and it's going to be a two-day festival, so uh, I imagine you guys are going to have a lot going on. Um, so talk with us about this, the, the charity motorcycle ride and car show. Is that still happening this year? Yes, it is. And this is, um, that's the Itawama Cruisers. They're like a local motorcycle enthusiast group. Um, they've been doing that, I'm trying to think, maybe four, the last four years. It's a big group of guys. I mean, there's usually 80, 90 riders that come out here. Uh, they raise money for a couple of different organizations, uh, April's Angels, which uh, benefits uh, students. Uh, they help them out, and then they also give some scholarships and things. So they've, um, we usually have, it starts at about 9. Uh, Registration is going to start at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Um, every, any riders welcome to come down. Uh, uh, they're going to take off from at about 9.45, and I think it's an 80-mile ride, if I remember correctly, all through. we got a lot of rolling hills out this way, and so they go all over the county. It's a big county, so they, they go all over the place and have a good time, and then I think they roll back in around 11 o'clock, something like that. Now, when we talk about barbecue, we're talking about pulled pork, ribs. What what kind of barbecue are we talking about here? No, we're, ta- we're talking about both those things. We, oh, yes. uh, we've got part of the downtown festival uh, is, is an amateur contest, which is grown every single year. Uh, we usually have about a dozen to 15 competitive teams. Uh, sometimes they're local businesses or just, you know, groups of friends that get together. And they do, uh, I believe this year, they change it up sometimes. Uh, so I believe this year it's chicken, ribs, and I think they're doing brisket this year. Um, uh, so you got all that cooking downtown. In fact, if I step out, I'm in downtown. Our office is located downtown. If I pop my head out the door, I can smell it cooking already. We've got we got some rain going on, but that hasn't stopped them. They've uh, popped up some tents, and they're out there cooking already, so it smells great here. Now, uh, Adam, if I'm a first-time visitor to Fulton, what else would there be for me to uh, do? Any exciting things that I just 
couldn't leave the town without doing before I left. Oh, we've got a nice, we, it's a, this is a nice little town. Um, we've still got kind of that small town uh, feel. We've got the community colleges here, I see, uh, Itawamba Community College. So that brings a lot of, we've got a lot of young people around the town. And our, our downtown, of course, will be hopping. And that's, uh, it's a really nice downtown. We've got a great park, which is where they're holding all of this stuff. Um, and then the uh, the Witten Center, the campgrounds are right on the waterway, and so there's a lot of fun to be had down there on the Tom Bibby waterway. Uh, it's just a great little community. Uh, Excellent. Sounds good. Well, uh, Adam, where can people go to find out more information about the festival if they're going to be coming into town? Okay. Um, I believe the website, they can go to our website, which is uh, uh, the itawambatimes.com. It's itawambatimes.com. Let me spell it out for you, mm-hmm. just in case. I T A W A M B A times.com and we've got all the information up on our site about the uh, the festival um, yeah, I believe you can also go to the ICDC's website there are local group they are the ones who put on the uh, the main festival and I believe that's itawambams.com they changed they've got a new site this year so I believe that's itawambams.com okay well Adam we certainly appreciate you coming on this morning and I hope the festival goes well thank you so much for being on with us well, thank you so much for having me I appreciate it All right. We need to take a quick break and we get back. uh, We'll wrap things up and uh, talk about the DeSoto County Back to School event. It's going to be really fun. Uh, Carson Culver is going to tell us about that. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a moment. And by the way, the number is 877-MPB-RING. If you want to let us know about any local events going on in your area this weekend, no matter what it is, a festival, a party of some type, call us. Let us know. 877-672-7464 is the number. We'll be back in just a moment. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brand in studio with Sam Wells. Mary Margaret Miller is away today. But we have been talking about various things, the amphitheater in Brandon, uh, the Willie Morris after party connected to the Mississippi Book Festival, the R&B festival that's going to be going on, and lots of things going on in the capital city this weekend. But uh, we're going to end today's show by speaking with Carson Culver, who's going to tell us a little bit about the DeSoto County Back to School event that's uh, happening. Good morning, Carson. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Sharita. Thanks for having me. All right. So tell us about this back-to-school event. I think this is a great idea for kids who are already tired of school uh, after after one week, uh, but to have a, a weekend event where you can just kind of relax and just get your mind off things. Tell us about this event. Well, uh, we it's been in the planning stage for about 11 months. It is our second annual, and it's an opportunity for parents and students to connect on a more personal level with their teachers, principals, and administrators and uh, start the, the new year off with uh, positive feelings and kind of a face behind the email voice of, of a teacher. Hmm. 
Okay. So I didn't know that it was uh, designed to, to connect students and teachers. That's a really good idea as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So what kind of events are going to be happening? Is there a movie night connected, I heard? There is. Um, all of the uh, schools in DeSoto County, parochial, uh, homeschool, private school, and, of course, the, the county schools are invited to set up a table and decorate it and invite their teams and their sports people and their cheerleaders and um, tell everybody about their school. Uh, we have a, um, a band coming to play with Colonial Hills Church. It's very well known in the area. Uh, free food, uh, hot dogs, hamburgers, and drinks is being provided by another wonderful church, uh, Church Road Baptist. And we have the American Red Cross Safety House. We have Zumba Instructor. The Lions Club will be there. Uh, we've got the USMC Reserve. Uh, Toys for Tots is coming. Uh, Porter Leith uh, out of Memphis uh, talking about children's initiatives. So there's uh, and all of the daycares and learning centers will also be set up so that families will be able to um, make wise choices for their children, as well as the Horn Lake Excel by Five, where it is a community organization uh, working to ensure that all of our children succeed and do well by the time they get into kindergarten. And it's, of course, topped off with our back-to-school, I mean, our um, uh, movie in the park after dark, Dominions. And it's an opportunity for everybody to just bring out the air mattresses and the coolers and sit on top of the car and have a blast. It's a huge family affair, and my partner is uh, Leslie Chung, who is my counterpart at Horn Lake Parks and Recreation. And we sit around all the time trying to think of good family events that would uh, be of benefit uh, for the community. And this is one of them, and it's just gone gangbusters. Wow. So is DeSoto County more of a small population where it's just a real close-knit community? Um, actually, uh, we are pretty spread out. There are... Um, uh, major cities, of course, and but everybody pulls together. Um, if somebody has an event, uh, people from the other towns are going. So that's why um, at, at Latimer Lakes Park, it's a beautiful, huge park, and everybody comes for this event because it's just so much fun and opportunity to connect with the teachers and principals. Everybody Excellent. always finds their way to Goodman Road in DeSoto County, Sharita. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, Carson, so the DeSoto County Back to School Family Night, remind us of the time again. It starts at 5 o'clock, so we can beat the heat. It will go until the movie's over. The movie usually starts at dark, um, about probably about 8.15 or so. And uh, we're going to have crafts, games, activities, uh, fun, fun things to do, and, and just uh, get out see all of your your friends all and right. of course uh, the weather report is kind of iffy mm-hmm. so we are um, after 11 months of planning we are just hoping for the best that we don't have rain if it's if it's just overcast like it is now we are definitely having it yeah just but do it anyway can... rain or shine <laughs> all right carson thank you so much for uh being on with us this morning we really appreciate it sam uh good show thanks for uh, stuff going on if you can't find something to do this weekend you're not looking hard enough sharita that's right and don't forget to go to npbonline.org and subscribe to our podcast. Yes, we need to win. Yeah, we're trying to get in the lead. Uh, to beat you, your in legal terms show. You're rolling right now. I, I know, right? <laughs> if you have a podcast app, you can just look for Next Stop Mississippi. And uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us this morning. Sam Wells was my producer and board operator. Kevin Farrell was our call screener. Coming up next, Southern Remedy for Women right here on MPB Think Radio.